Hey, Brad, good morning, and welcome back to the podcast studio. So we got another special senior edition. This is episode 11, uh, I believe, and we're going to do another uh, smaller, truncated version of our new typical podcast so we can pay a little more honor to our senior class that's graduating soon. Brad, what do you got for us today? Yeah, well, gr- uh, great to be back, John, and uh, the sun's out. It's beautiful, beautiful Michigan May Day. And uh, there's a lot happening. It's it's a busy time of the year, April, May, December, as we call it, in our household. There's just there's a lot of. Uh, luckily, this year we have some rites of passage that are going to unfold. We have uh, senior recognition coming up here at the high school this Friday. Um, it'll be at the Fine Arts Center, I believe. Uh, students and teachers are invited. Um, maybe not all teachers, but like teachers of seniors are kind of uh, going. And uh, obviously, it's ran by our administration. It's ran by Steve LeBenz. He's kind of the main MC and has been the past few years. It's kind of a spin off of our normal candlelight ceremony that we do in the gymnasium. Uh, for those of you who aren't, uh, you know, don't know what what all happens here at the high school, we do this candlelight ceremony and have for the past 15, 16, 17 years. And uh, the juniors or the seniors walk in. They have a candle. Um, this is all up to fire coats. And the seniors walk in with a a candle. And they light uh, a junior's candle, and then the juniors go uh, and, and are seated with this new candle, and then the seniors blow out theirs, and it's this like symbolic passing of the torch. And then they go on to recognize seniors and their many achievements here at Forest Hill Central, their scholarships, uh, department awards, um, commissions into the ROTC or the military or to a uh, military institute. It's a really cool ceremony, and the whole school watches it. Parents, senior parents arrive. Um, Mr. Bean usually makes makes uh, an appearance. We have dignitaries. It's it's awesome. This year, though, um, because of COVID restrictions, it's at the Fine Arts Center and it'll be live streamed. So that's that's pretty cool. It's good that we get to still have that you know the, that didn't pa- have it last literal year. passing of the torch. Yes. you know we didn't get to have it last year, and that was a real bummer because a lot of the kids really look forward to that moment. Yeah. when they get to you know walk with their their junior brethren down that hallway and like literally pass the flame from candle to candle. It's, it's a very cool tradition. It is, and um, so we we're we're doing the best that we can, and it's really cool that we're we're able to have the senior recognition. It'll be live streamed, which is nice because. Parents can watch from home, grandpa and grandma in Wabash, Wisconsin, or Siesta Key, they can they can tune in. So that's this Friday, it's at 7 p.m. And then uh, this Sunday is the uh, Senior Baccalaureate, and i got to get the location on that, but the Senior Baccalaureate is this Sunday, and I believe that's at 7 p.m. They kind of keep the times uh, pretty consistent across the board. Probably so that, a good idea. Yeah, right, a good idea for everybody. And then uh, the next day is graduation, May 17th. Uh, that's a Monday at 7 p.m. at the Lake Michigan Credit Union Ballpark, which might be uh, like a one and done. It's, I mean, that's pretty amazing because yeah. I know that next year, I believe we're at Calvin. Uh, we're back at Calvin for graduation. I think they've already locked that in. So, like, this is a special edition um, that will be go down in the history books at. Fifth, you know, I, I wanted to call it Fifth Third Ballpark, but Lake Michigan Credit Union Ballpark, new as of like. I was going to say week. that recently became LMCU yeah. Ballpark because I was still calling it Fifth Third. I think White. in our last podcast you called it uh, LMCU and I called it Fifth Third, and yeah, I was fifth, confused. Fifth Third Whitecaps Ballpark. Yep. So, but the Whitecaps play. But that's what's uh, going on at the high school. We also want to do a quick shout out. Um, we're wrapping up the week of uh, AP testing, which is a big deal here at the high school um, for a lot of teachers and a lot of students. It is a, um, you know, for advanced placement, ran through the college board. There's a 
fairly set curriculum. Teachers obviously have the freedom of you know how they deliver it and how they go about the activities, but it's still this very rigorous, fast-paced, um, in-depth, but also very broad um, educational experience for students. And some students take a full plate. Five, you know, Sunny Zhu who takes five AP courses. That's crazy. And um, and then other students, you know, they do they have one and they and they just kind of want to get their feet wet. Uh, but the advanced placement. Uh, courses here at Forest Hill Central. It's a point of pride for a lot of students and I uh, just want to do a shout out to, and if I miss anybody, please do not slam me. Uh, I'm just going off of, uh, you know, my, my prearranged list here, but obviously uh, Cal Anderson, uh, Christy Butler, Kyle Carhart, Tammy Dykhouse, Tyler Fuel, Dan Garbowitz, and uh, Dr. Ann Keller, Steve LeBenz, Jeff Manders, uh, Lisa Penninga, Kelly Potts, Patty Richardson, Chad Skolton, Joe Smith, Amy Stone, Lori Van Houten, and Dave Von Ayer, and I think I got everybody. If I didn't, uh, please send me a nasty email reminding me that you uh, did indeed te teach an advanced placement course. But um, a big shout-out to those teachers. I know it's a huge relief for them, for their students, and it's not that the year is done now. It's just that that huge weight um, kind of hanging over you is relieved yeah we've hit the climax and now it's time for just the gradual resolution over the next 17 days of that, waking that's up a for great school word resolution and so i teach in uh, i teach ap world history and uh i focus on enrichment it's like lifelong learning enrichment uh we do some fun things kind of the things that you can't really stop and smell the roses and i think that's what the other teachers are doing uh moving forward so congrats to all you teachers that um, wrapped up your AP testing this week or are wrapping it up this, this Friday. We get to celebrate with senior recognition graduation on Monday. Um, going to the other schools, we have Central Woodlands Orientation for Families on May 20th. So go check that out. If you are uh, the parent of a uh, fourth grader, soon to be fifth grader, that's uh, a neat opportunity. Whether you're at Thorn Apple, Ada, or Pine Ridge, you'll, you'll want to be uh, checking that out. Um, at um, at uh, Pine Ridge, we've got... Uh, the in celebration of Pine Ridge and the 2021 Ranger Rally Remix, uh, Jam and Bean Coffee Company is offering free scoops for Pine Ridge students, which is really cool. So Monday, uh, May 17th, if you're in kindergarten, if you're the parent of a kindergartner, you can take your kid to Jam and Bean. I believe there's a location. I know there's a location at Cascade uh, and Thorn Apple right there at the uh, Cascade Springs Complex, and then there's one in downtown Ada. And right? then there's one in downtown Grand Rapids too. Oh, I think I think they've got three locations. Wow, yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, Tuesday is the first is first graders. Wednesday is second graders. Thursday is third graders, and Friday is fourth graders, uh, which is really cool. So thank you to Jam and Bean, they do a great job of supporting um, our schools and our efforts, and it's kind of though Jam and Bean's like rooted in uh, supporting the schools, right? That, oh, that yeah. was started by I. We, you know what? That should be one of our um, uh, pieces. That would be an out. interesting interview. The, the the man who started it, his kids went through uh, Central, and they were in the music program and the band, and so he opened it and called it Jam and Bean, so he could donate part of the proceeds to uh, the music uh, program here at Forest Hill Central. See, that's awesome. That's that's great. That's a story that we need to, uh, you know, uh, bring True. to bring to Ranger Country. Um, and then May twenty first, which is a Friday. I'm just going to double check my date here. Is the Ranger Rally Remix, which I have circled on my calendar. That's for Pine Ridge, and um, that'll be an event that is 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 kind of like a makeup for the fall when we do the normal Ranger Rally, which is this kind of walkathon. Um, and instead of going back at 
all the way to the firehouse and back on 30th Street. It's going to be around the grounds at Pine Ridge. They're going to be walking during the day. Families are going to be encouraged and welcome to walk in the evening. They're going to, I think, have food, have food trucks or ice cream or what have you. But it, it's a celebratory uh, end of the year deal now. So uh, thank, thank you to the uh, Pine Ridge PTO front office staff for, for uh, getting that going. And then at uh, Thornapple, we have going on at Thornapple, we are, they are still currently looking for someone to move into the vice president position at the PTO. So if you're interested, um, make sure you reach out to the PTO. And then you have pizza kit sale. Um, the oh, pizza yeah. kit sale, uh, big deal, right? Uh, many kits to choose from, family pizza hut, uh, pizza kit uh, from Little Caesars. Um, is each kit sold earns the Thornapple PTO six dollars uh, that ends May 23rd. So reach out. There's a uh, if you get the Thornapple um, Elementary School PTO flyer or newsletter. There's a there's a, a little um, a button that you can press and, and you, it'll take you right to the pizza kit sales. Also new uh, a color for everyone. New crayons purchased for the kiddos. Uh, congratulations to the PTO. Purchase 60 boxes of multicultural skin tone crayons to further support inclusion in our school. Each grade level will be given a set of 12 boxes so that they're easily accessible to each classroom. Well, that, Very cool. that is something that I never thought about before. That's kind of cool that they have that they now have crayons that are like match multi-ethnic skin tone so kids can like draw pictures of themselves and their families and actually have it be fairly representative brilliant never thought about it yeah that's, that's really really cool that's really cool way to go thorn apple that's that's fantastic thank you to everybody that went out for the friday may 7th virtual wine tasting john did not make an appearance i think he had soccer going on i did so oh you did make no no an no i had soccer going okay, on you did so have soccer. it was okay. either uh, go to a wine tasting or you know coach the the team that i'm responsible for so. what is the name of your team my team is, uh, well, AYSO U12 Girls United, but we go by Spirit. Because we've spirit. got Spirit. Okay, your Spirit. We are the Lightning Bolts. Lightning Bolts. And my, my older daughter's is the uh, Eagle Eagle Fangs. My, uh, my I, girls really, sure we were possible. back and forth last season between Spirit and uh, Thunder Ducks. Because some <laughs> geese flew over and made weird noises during practice. At and the, the right kids time. are like, what was that, some kind of Thunder Duck? Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Thunderducks would have been pretty sweet. Yeah. Spirit, Spirit is awesome as well. So anyhow, uh, that's what's going on in, in the district. We know that uh, finally the district had its um, uh, district luncheon last week. Um, I haven't gotten any reports on that. So uh, nor have I. You know it, but again, I assume we, it went well. I assume it went well. We've been very busy, and um, and again, uh, we have some uh, news coming. We'll be talking a little bit more about the Church on the Hill uh, sale to Cascade Township. Um, and, and that the potential for that yeah, being the perspective, a part. right? And so we're going to get a couple of perspectives on that. It might be our first like interview. That'd be uh, great. So we'll, we'll, we're kind of teasing that out and, and hopefully have more on that soon. So, um, now we want to go to our senior spotlight. Okay. And so I'm going to, I'll, I'll, I'll take one and then you take we'll one. We'll alternate back We'll kind of go back and forth and, 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 you know, spotlight some of these seniors. Um, and, and again, huge class. There's awesome students, and uh, we're just trying to recognize some of these seniors that, um, you know, over the years have, have made an impact maybe on us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so Mason Myers. Uh, Mason Myers is one of the students that I wanted to spotlight. Uh, Mason was a, was a wrestler. He's a football player. Um, I had him in AP World History. I've known Mason many, many years. Uh, his dad, uh Brad uh, Myers is a uh, Forest Hills Central graduate from the early 90s, so he's an alumni, so it's a second-generation Ranger, which is pretty awesome. Um, 
But Mason, I wanted to congratulate him. He recently won a pretty sizable scholarship uh, to the South Dakota Mines and Technology School, um, which I know he's re- worked really hard to get. And, and if, you, if you've never met uh, Mason, he might be one of the most polite, respectful, and just kindest um, young men you'll ever come across. Great team member, willing to do anything for the team. Um, you know, he's one of those guys who would show up early and offer, uh, hey, coach, do you need any help with this or that? And he just, he, he was kind of like an assistant coach in the ranks, at least on my team. And uh, this year, I know he won the starting center position on the football team, and he got to be kind of like right in the mix, and he did a great job. That is a key position, not just key like position. for the actual formations, but just for the heart of the team. Yeah. You are an important character. Absolutely. Listen, as, as the center uh, for the Whitneyville Growlers in the Gridiron Growler game, I know oh, full yeah, that's well right. I the also pressure. Play as a you also play as a center. Um, so, no, being a center, starting center on the FHC football team and playing an integral role in their success this year. Uh, really, really great to see Mason have, have and achieve that success. And now he's going to go on to uh, the South Dakota uh, School of Mines and Technology w- with this scholarship. And I'm sure he's going to do a great job out there. And I uh, wanted to wish him well. He's actually he's also helping out with the rugby team, uh, helping manage the rugby team. And uh, we appreciate him and his efforts with that. So Mason Myers, one of my senior spotlights. And, uh, you know, certainly um, – you know, enjoyed having him in class. Um, my, my most memorable thing about him was uh, Age of Empires. He would make these like very epic speeches and he was really into it. And he's just this, I got to see him kind of like really um, come out of his shell as, as a junior. And then I think he's had a great senior year. So congrats to Mason. John, how about you? My first uh, senior spotlight that I want to talk about. Now, again, for these senior spotlights, these, these are great people, but not always necessarily people that are going to draw the spotlight to them. And so I focused on some of the quieter individuals that I've known throughout the years. My first one is Ella Sloat. And uh, she is, obviously, she's a senior this year. She's graduating class of 2021. I've had her in English classes. I've had her in yearbook classes. And she's one of those kids that will just, she's just very chill. Like, she'll sit back. She'll not say a lot. She'll have a lot to contribute to a discussion, but she's not necessarily putting it out there. Uh, Her writing is very deep and reflective. Uh, She's super artistic, very creative, but you're not going to get into a lot of deep conversations with her in a group setting. You got to have one-on-one conversations. She's a really, really great person. Uh, One of the most dependable workers that I had when when I had her in yearbook, she was one of those people where I would be like, guys, uh, we're up against a deadline. We really need somebody to just, they got to go take pictures of this event. It's happening tonight at 5 p.m. in Rockford. And and she'd be like, ah... I can do it. I, I'll, I'll figure it out. Even though she was working wow. full-time at JT's Pizza as a hostess as well. So she was just, you know, she's quiet. And, and you, some people may have overlooked her through the years. But she is uh, a team player. She is like, she's exactly what you want somebody to be to come out of Ranger Country. Dependable, intelligent, capable, confident. She's going to go out there in the world and she's going to have a successful life. I'm not sure what her plans are post-high school. Whether she's going to college or what college she's planning on going to. But I know whatever she does, whatever endeavor she sets her mind to, it's going to be successful. Sounds like a great young lady. She is. A great young lady. Sounds like she fits the Ranger profile. Um, So second senior that I wanted to recognize, Jet Gavley. Um, And Jet, um, he has been at the uh, Kent Innovation High, uh, which is ran through Forest Hills Central. And uh, so he's, he's a student here, but he attends the Innovation High School, and he is a hands-on learner. He is a skilled welder. 
which is incredible and mechanic. And so he, um, yes, Jet Gavley, that's Jet, mm-hmm. yes. And Jet is just this young man that marches to the beat of his own drummer. He wears, you know, he wears a cowboy hat, cowboy boots. He's got this like incredible mullet, which he's well known for. He looks like a galloping, you know, thoroughbred. He's just this big, broad-shouldered, kind of like throwback, all-American guy. And Jet is one of the nicest politest young men and um you know anybody that meets him he's just he's one of these guys who's going to look you in the eye he's listening he's uh, very respectful gives you a good handshake and he and he again he just he represents you know everything you want in a ranger profile uh respectful honorable he has integrity he has grit and fortitude he was on the wrestling team and has wrestled many many years and uh, this year, you know, he's one of those guys who, uh, bless his heart, Jet always comes away bloodied. He, <laughs> I don't think he wrestled one match this year where we didn't have to stop the match multiple times, and he was kind of known for that. But uh, Jet this year, as a senior, um, won several matches that were integral for the team's success, and uh, he's just a, a great team player. And then this springtime, I encouraged him uh, to play rugby. You know, and again, I, I'm coaching the rugby team, and I encouraged him to play rugby. He has found his, I mean. He, he was he, he was a great team player on the wrestling team and did a great job, but I really feel like he found his athletic niche. And this is a guy who, now I'm encouraging him, I'm like, hey man, you need to go play for the Gazelles, the Grand Rapids Gazelles, after high school because he's going into the workforce um, after this and is going to, you know, be working as a mechanic and a welder and, and um, you know, so I encourage him, I'm like, hey, in your free time, go play rugby. This guy is an absolute freight train on the field has learned the game, uh, he's an excellent player on the field, and uh, just an all-around, just kind of a throwback, just a total throwback um, in, in the sense that he's he's a great guy, athletic, smart, works with his hands, great teammate. I've never met anybody that had anything to say bad about Jet, and, and all the parents that, that, that talk to him, you know, he's just, he's like talking to, a, to an adult. He's just a nice you know, super respectful guy. And so I, I wish Jet well. I'm going to miss him. He, he's one of those guys who I always look forward to chatting with and, and uh, just kind of yucking around with in the wrestling room. So congrats to Jet on your, on your uh, graduation and uh, wishing you the best of luck. Excellent. How about you, John? Next one. My next one, I'm going to talk about Autumn Shook. Now, we've mentioned her in the podcast a few times because whenever Abby McAlinden comes up, we have to automatically talk about Autumn Shook because they are, they're, they're quite inseparable. But uh, Autumn... Uh, deserves her own accolades as well. I've had her. I've only had her in yearbook, and she again is not one of the kids who seeks the spotlight. She's not the one who's raising her hand to talk. Uh, you know, in the group settings, she may have things that she would add, but she does not want to add them publicly. And uh, she, but she's a great person, and she is also one of those very dependable uh, workers. She's one of those very capable and very confident people. If you sit down and have a conversation with her one on one, you can tell that she has a firm grasp on who she is, what she wants to do with her life, and, and, and you know what her future plans are. I know uh, that she is uh, going to Michigan State University, and she's studying pre-vet because she wants to go to one That's of the incredible. most prestigious veterinary schools in the country. And I honestly, just knowing who she is and her love of horses and all animals, I'd say that she's got a fair shot at getting into that program. 
Yeah, I, I know. I do know Autumn, and I had her in class last year, and uh, just as sharp as they come. I mean, she is just, she would, um, she'd ask these really poignant questions after class a lot of times and always wanted to know exactly what was due, exactly when it was due, True. you know, what the deadline was. She wanted clarifying questions and just the sweetest young lady, very responsible. And um, if, if my memory recalls, and this is crazy how teachers remember this, I believe her handwriting was like a font. It was so good and um, just incredibly intelligent and, and hardworking. So, um and I had her older brother in class as well, and just a great family. And so, hey, uh, veterinarian, I uh, hope she makes it back to the area to take care of the area animals. Here. That'd be really cool uh, if she came awesome. back to so Cascade. So best of luck, Autumn, at, uh, at uh, Michigan State University. Hopefully you have a, a great experience there. Agreed. So yeah. who do you have next, Brad? Uh, my last one is Lauren Coe. I wanted to give a shout-out to Lauren Coe. Lauren Coe was a uh, wrestling team manager uh, last year. We didn't have wrestling team managers this year because of COVID, uh, because we were restricted as to who can get in and, and whatnot. But she was a, as a junior, she was a wrestling team manager. I also had her in AP World History. And she was always this just very fun, very enthusiastic uh, member of class. And then she came out uh, and was just, wrestling's not the easiest sport to pick up and, and, to, and to manage. And, and it's a bunch of, you know, at the time, you know, sweaty, uh, kind of sometimes ornery uh, knucklehead guys, and, and now you know obviously we have uh, our, our our ladies program, which are you know, they're phenomenal, they're awesome. Uh, but uh, you know Lauren was able to kind of help corral the corral the team. She was able to take great stats. She was able to you know video everything and did so with a plum. I mean she was just always willing to be there, kind of like you were saying about Ella Sloat. Like you'd say, hey, we got a tournament in you know Shelby. And it's, it's going to be through a three-hour-long snowstorm. And she's like, I'm there. I'll see you there. I'll be there. And then um, and then on top of that, she works at Vitaly's. And I know she works whatever the maximum amount is that you can work at Vitaly's. So if you go up to Vitaly's, you'll see Lauren there. And I can remember, like, going to a wrestling tournament, and she would manage for us. And then the families would go out to Vitaly's afterwards. And, oh, hey, Lauren's there working after the wrestling wow. tournament. And uh, she's, uh, I believe, working there now, and, and she's a, a, a fantastic, you know, smiling face that greets you, and, and I'm sure the people at Vitalis love her and, and just a great part of their team. But uh, Lauren is, you know, just this super genuine young lady who is has a lot of integrity, very hard worker, and um, very responsible. And so I, I wish her the best in her, after graduation. I know she's going to be a great success, and I and, uh, really appreciate um you know, all that she did for the wrestling team, all that she did in class. And, um, you know, she's a great representative of Ranger country out there. So that's my final senior spotlight. Okay. My final one, I'm actually, I'm going to cheat a little bit, Brad, because I've got two that I want to squeeze in, but I'll just do, I'll just do short. I'll give them both short shrift, but they're going to get the accolades they deserve. Absolutely. They're actually very similar people. Um, I'm not sure that they're actually friends, but they're similar, strong personalities. One is uh, Miss Ashley Bowen, and the other one is Mr. Max Harris. Have you ever had either one of those students in class? No? That's okay. They are they're very verbose, very outspoken, confident people. Um, depending on the day, like Max often will come into a classroom, and he's the kind of kid, he's a lot like a McGuire, where he comes in filled with energy, he's ready to participate, um, and, and it just kind of makes your day better when he comes in because he's th- so enthusiastic. Um, and he's just a great kid. He he will engage in, in group discussions. He'll always have good things to throw in. He's he's very well connected with the other students. He's not 
I don't think he's going off after any major awards or captain of any sports teams or anything like that. But he's just one of those individuals that's kind of the glue of the community. You know, everybody knows him. Most people like him. If they don't, he doesn't really care. Uh, Ashley is very similar. Ashley Bowen. She is a tough girl. She is confident and she is strong. She is uh, very outspoken and has been since I had her freshman year. She's always willing to weigh in, and even if it's a difficult discussion, she'll get right in there and put her opinion out there. And she can her her perspectives can lead to uh, better discussions because she's willing to actually push the boundaries of what we're talking about in class. And frankly, I was I, I let her in yearbook this year as a senior, and she did a great job. I was told by some people like, "Oh, Ashley, you know she can be a little abrasive sometimes. Are you sure you want her in there?" And I said, "Yeah, I do want her in there because." She and I have a mutual respect. She, she and Max are people who, if you respect them, if you show them the respect they deserve, then they will return it a hundredfold. And I knew that Ashley and I had that kind of relationship, and she, she did amazing things for me. She probably did more spreads in this yearbook than any other kid. And she just you know, broke her back working for me, never complained once, was an amazing student. I love both of those kids, Max Harris, Ashley Bowen. Awesome. That's all I've got to say. I Fantastic. <laughs> you know, um, there's so many seniors and so many students that I've had, and, and we'll continue to recognize them throughout the end of the year because we still have our, our, our um, student spotlight – or, excuse me, hometown heroes. So we'll still continue to recognize them. But certainly, you know, congratulations to all the seniors, all the parents, more or less. True. Um, that oh is a gosh. very proud moment. And, you, you know, you wouldn't think, oh, hey, graduation – everybody graduates from high school. It's still – it's a moment of it, it's a rite of passage, and it is the closing of a chapter. And for some parents, it might be your last student out the door, and that's a big moment. It might be your first student out the door, and so that's a huge accomplishment. It's uh, it's an eighteen year long journey. It's twelve in high school, or it's twelve through school, and it's just thirteen. Thirteen, yeah, yeah thirteen if you count kindergarten. And uh, you know, it's 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 remarkable. So very glad we were able to have that uh, that moment here coming this Monday. And I'll be there. I haven't missed uh, I haven't missed a graduation. In, um, in all the years that I've been teaching, I'll be actually coming in hot from a track timing um, uh, commitment in, in North Rockford. And so I'll be running in right at 7 o'clock, but uh, look forward to seeing that. And then the staff goes out afterwards, and we usually uh, have a little bit of a, a post-graduation celebration. Yeah, kind of cheers the kids yeah. and you know ourselves for surviving it's another a, it's year. A big, it's a big moment. So congrats to all those seniors. All right, uh, John, uh, kind of our final segment, or one of two final segments we had. We're finishing the top ten moments of the last ten years. Um, yeah, we had three of them. We had that we three didn't left, talk about yet. and so okay. So number uh, eight, because we have eight, nine, and ten left, or or, or or three, two, and one left. I guess you could say number um, number three is the homecoming game in 2019 versus Lowell, and it wasn't just the game against Lowell and and the moment that I'll talk about here in a second. It was everything. Uh, about that, it was it was the year in which seems this seems like forever ago. It, there was E E E. Oh yeah, Equ- e. Eastern Equine Encephalitis. Wow, uh, you just rolled that off. <laughs> and and so there's E E E. So all of our homecoming things that we had planned um, were in doubt, and so we had to actually cancel um, the powder. No no no, we had the powder puff game. We had to cancel the bonfire yep. because it was after dark. Anything did, after did dark. Did we even have the parade that year? We did have the parade. So this this that was this on is the gonna, line, this, though. Well, this is going to tie into number one, so I'm not going to okay. ruin it. But uh, we had the parade. We had the tailgate, I mean, which was, again, I, I, I've, I've painted the mental imagery before with the smoke, uh, you know, the, the, the 
the grill smoke over the tailgate area and the football guys coming in out of their cars and people cheering them on. And then you had the parade. And anyhow, it was against Lowell, who is, you know, kind of a football crosstown rival. And I I was actually given the, the, the privilege of um, giving the uh, pre-night locker room speech to the, uh, the to the football team. Nice. Um, thank well, you, you Tim do Rogers. give amazing pep speeches. I, I'm not I, surprised. I, I, I try. And uh, so I, I gave my best uh, speech, which I'm going to leave that for those the members of that team to regale you with. But anyways, um, the next day, we were playing Lowell in the homecoming game and pretty good team. Uh, and we're a pretty good team. And it's, I believe, the conference championship coming down to it, or at least a factor in that. Anyhow, back and forth game. And we are up by i think three or six i can't remember anyways we're up and lowell gets the ball with two minutes left like you know in their own red zone and so they march down the field and they you know pass after pat run 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 they have uh, dope dean on their team and dope dean you know uh, just a freight train of, uh, of a guy they make it all the way down and i think there's like two seconds left they make it down onto the one yard line so there's one play left on the one-yard line, and they need a touchdown to win. And goal line stand. Wow. Goal line stand. For for a homecoming, All-American victory, their best player, Doak Dean's got to grab that ball and punch it in. And This is a Marshawn Lynch moment where they is, should have passed the ball in the Super Bowl to Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> yeah, a huge moment. But um, it was, I believe, Carson Dynas and, uh, uh, and, and, and Mockerman. And Mockerman, okay. and and um, they end up sacking uh, Doug Dean, or at wow. least or at least uh, stopping him. So goal line stand, one yard line, two seconds left for the homecoming win, epic victory. It was that's amazing. Was, I mean, if you watch the high school incredible. football game in college and in the pros, the goal line stand, you know, those things those can often be stopped because you've got some big guys, you've got some right. power at that line. But in high school. If you're on the one-yard line or less, you're probably going to get it You're through. probably going to punch it in, and they did not. We stopped them. And wow. it was like, it was just this, I mean, the crowd, it's the I last. chills just it's now. One of, it's one of the last, like, really great memories I have because of, of, of fall because that was it. Like, it was the culmination of the homecoming week. It was a, it was a stressful week. What we thought was stressful back then because of EEE, right? And uh, you know, it was like the, it was just the pinnacle. And so, I, I love those guys. I love that team. A lot of them were juniors. They were able to stop, you know, a, a really good team from scoring. And the next day, it was awesome because I uh, I live out like in the the Whitneyville area where there's like Lowell across the street, Caledonia's down the street, and I put on all my Ranger gear and I go down to Campaw Corner. And you know, this guy, um, I was walking in and he was walking out. And he had on his Lowell gear, and he saw me. I mean, I'm like wearing bright green, every, you know, Ranger football hat, and he's like, "Hey, nice game last night." He's like, "You got us." I'm like, "We did, we did, we got yeah, you." You are so correct. You are correct, and and trying to be humble, but uh, also very, very proud. So that's number uh, three is is homecoming, and then not to beat a dead horse, but and you might remember this, 2011. It was the first year that I was kind of given uh, homecoming responsibilities. In 2011, uh, Greg Ganfield was the head football coach. Uh, Colin Slosher, Spencer Niels, um, I'm trying to think of a few other guys on the team. It was like, it was it was home the homecoming game against Holland. And the reason this stood out is because the homecoming week 
uh, was supposed to be played the week before, but on the Friday of homecoming, the, um, the power went out. We walked in Friday morning. All the kids are in the gyms. They're practicing their lip syncs for the huge assembly coming up. And, and at 7.25, power goes out because of a windstorm. And there's like, and the night before it had hailed and like freezing rain. So we canceled the bonfire. And I thought, oh man, this, what a, what a, what a bust, right? So across the hall from where we are sitting, Craig McCrum, assistant principal, Terry Urquhart, myself, and I, and I forget who else were sitting in my classroom and we're like, we got to postpone homecoming. Like we're not going to have a parade today because there's a, there's a huge storm coming. Right. The game's going to stink. We're not going to have anybody there. We're not going to have a tailgate. Let's postpone it to next week. And man, to, the logistics of having to push the all logistics of those events of that because the parade, permits. you got to be yeah, right. So within, this is crazy. Within a half an hour, they were like, yup, everything's pushed to next week. And the next week we were facing Holland for the conference championship at home. And it just lined up perfectly. And so up till that point, we had, we had four still central had struggled in football. Okay, up the years leading up to that, for a variety of reasons, whatever they are, we hadn't been a football school, quote unquote. And and people had kind of, you know, beat us over the head with that. Well, now we were. And we had turned it around, and here we were on the cusp of a, 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 a OK Black championship. And um, the game arrived, game day arrives, we have the parade, we have a cookout, we have all these, you had the bonfire the night before, and... Um, what made it even better is some of the Holland folks had kind of given given on you know online. Uh, remember the old M Live forums and whatnot. I do. And they'd given I some. Do. They'd given some like you know bulletin board material. Even I'm pretty sure of, that was the origin of the internet troll was oh, the M Live yeah. comment oh, section. Man. And even one of their coordinators, who I knew as like a, as an opposing wrestling coach, had made a comment to me like, "There's no way in you know God's green earth you guys are gonna beat us" or something like that. And I thought, okay, and uh, I'll never forget uh, our victory. Um, when we, when, when the, the seconds had ticked off the clock, we had won the okay black championship. We had cemented our status as a good football school and the, um, the, uh, student section rushed the field for the first time. And I don't know how many years. And it was like and the a, only time that it I'm was a of. genuine, like, it was like right out of a Disney movie, right out of <laughs> yeah, genuine rushing of the field down onto the field. There, there's the, the FHC flag waving on the on the field, and the crowd is all into it, and it was just this really cool moment. Did you guys break out into a group song like a Disney movie? No, Like you all not, start coordinated was, dancing? It, no? Okay. It was not. Uh, but anyhow, that was Homecoming 2011, and uh, I just remember, you know, just kind of this all-American moment. Colin Slosher, who we've talked about a few times on here, um, he was the captain of the team, linebacker, went on to play uh, at GVSU and was very successful there. I think D2, D2 defensive player of the year, maybe. Anyhow, um, he was walking off the field and, you know, he was signing autographs, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Like, or like kids amazing. were like patting him on the shoulder blades and he had his girlfriend, arm around his girl. It was just like he was walking off the field as this conquering hero and, and, and the coaches were just so proud and uh, the, the fans were like elated. It was just a great moment for FHC. So homecoming 2011. Um, and then finally, best moment of the last 10 years, Ranger Rumble. Yeah, the Ranger Rumble when we all got together, all the different schools were there. The high school was there, the middle school, each of the elementary schools had their own space, it, right? It was logistically incredible. Uh, remember, and, and John DeStefano and I, and I had talked about it a, a year prior. And he goes, what if we get all the schools 
to an all school assembly in our stadium. And I was like, that is brilliant. And he, and he made it happen. He, he helped. And, and granted, you know, you had to have all the other principals in the district on board. Right. Um, so they had to be on board. Uh, so, you know, transportation David Lyon had to be on board. Like uh, everything. Charlie Vonk and Tamasha James. Um, they all had transportation had to be on board. Um, so they got the transportation coordinators, you know, Clark Udell, our, our administration, Steve, John, um, I think Whitley was here by now. I think she had just oh, yeah, arrived. By 2019? By 2019, she had arrived. And then, obviously, Laura Stiles and Stacey Steensma and all the teachers involved and, and the Ranger Rumble. And again, it was incredible that we were able to have it because the night before, I was up till 1 a.m. making final arrangements. And I was uh, – Tamasha James, I remember, emailed me at, like, 12.30 a.m. Like, are we going to do this tomorrow? Because of that e, was the because of triple e. e. Yeah, we were scared and it, of triple E. it was e. supposed to be, like, 40 degrees in the morning. And finally, we're like, yep, we're doing it. And I think Charlie Vaughn is like, we're doing it. And um, sure enough, it was a beautiful, crisp fall morning. Um, we had 3,500 students packed in there with all the teachers. We had a pumpkin pie eating contest. The dance team performed. The, the football team introduced themselves. Um, we, we did a This is Ranger Country chant. Which is what we begin each that's of our what, episodes that's with. That's what we begin each episode with. And it was, it was a, an incredible moment. Um, and then I'll never forget Dan Beam, uh, superintendent, shows up, and he gave the go-ahead to Clark Udell, and I was kind of standing there. He goes, hey, tailgate, parade, game on time this Friday, and uh, Clark got to announce that to the whole crowd. It was awesome, and it's one of this, it's a scene. They had a drone, and you can see all the students. I mean, my daughters were there. A lot of teachers we know from oh, yeah. other schools were there. It it was a very, very special moment to be a Ranger. It was a special moment for literally everyone. The kids loved it. The elementary school kids to get to be at the high school. They were seated on the track. The high school kids were there. It was the, the energy in that space. All of us, like you said, teachers, seeing teachers that we hadn't connected with in a long time, seeing our own daughters walk out there onto our, you know, our stomping grounds and be like, oh my gosh, guys, that's my dad over oh, there. It was, it was incredible. It was I, great. I, get chills. I mean, I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost teary-eyed thinking about it. Um, it will happen again. Yes. It will happen again. I, I, I mean, I, I'd like to believe that things are going in a direction that we can do this again. Hey, um, we're in the process of reawakening these. They were not canceled. They were they were asleep. They were slumbering. They're reawakening. And they will be back even better. I'm trying to push right now, Mr. Clark Udell, if you're listening, uh, trying to get the uh, staff versus varsity softball game oh, put back on the so docket awesome. for yeah. early May or June. Of, and that's another moment. So we got to do honorable mention. We'll do honorable mention next week. Uh, best moments, and that is one of them. Uh, but certainly, Ranger Rumble takes the cake as the greatest moment because it involved all the kids Everyone. from all the all schools, all the teachers, the, the, from the bus garage uh, to the uh, you know front office staff. It involved everybody, and we had to have total buy-in. And we had 3,500 students all wearing the "This Is Ranger Country" shirt. We sang the school fight song all together. What a moment that was, and it will happen again. Um, John, we have our final uh, Ranger recommendation, but we're about to wrap up because we have students. I have students walking into class here. Oh, yeah, they're in about coming seven in really minutes. quickly. Yeah, very quickly. So we're going to do our Ranger recommendation and uh, JT's. Tell yeah. me about JT's. And I got a little story before we part depart about JT's. So I was actually kind of back and forth on who to talk about today because, I mean, there's a lot of good businesses, but I frankly haven't 
uh, done much research this last week because I've been selling your books, but I did happen to go to JT's twice in the last two weeks because met a friend awesome. that I haven't seen since the beginning of COVID, and then my softball team needed a place to go out and celebrate a victory this week. Of course. And so I just love JT's Pizza. When I first moved to the neighborhood back in 2005, it was just a little pizza joint. Yep. And th- then they expanded. They got that dining room with the, the with the full bar and everything, and it became a really cool like restaurant. And then within the last few years, I don't know, maybe like six or seven years, yeah, right. they added on the giant sports bar with outdoor seating in the back. The food menu has exploded. So many of our kids, like I was talking about with Ellis Sloat earlier, so many of our students past and current uh, work there as hostesses and, and bartenders. Yes. And, 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 you know, they make pizzas. So many people work there. It, it's really like a hub of yeah, our community. It's, it's, it's very much, and we've talked about it before, so I don't want to be cliche, but it's kind of like a cheers. I mean, you walk in there and you're going to see somebody you know, um, everybody knows your name. It's a great spot to go and it's a post-game you know, gathering after the soccer game, after the football game, what have you. Um, you know, I remember, and, and I have an affinity for JTs uh, because I grew up out in Whitneyville, which back in the day, and it kind of is now, but really more so back in the 80s and 90s, if you lived out there, that was like the boonies. If you lived in Whitneyville, and um, when you're when you're a young person and you want pizza, there wasn't much of an option. There was you could dine in at Pizza Hut out here. There was a little Caesars at one point, I think, but they didn't deliver. The only place that delivered was JT's because JT's, like you said, and in, in, in it, it's it was even smaller back in the day. It was just literally like a one room little stop with a kitchen and it had a pinball machine and they used to sell pizza by the slice and they were the only place that delivered to my knowledge in the cascade whitneyville ada area and so you'd call them up and sure enough i mean you'd get these huge i mean they're ginormous pizzas and they deliver and i thought that i mean i just thought it was the coolest thing in the world to be a middle schooler and you know paying the pizza guy yeah, that's some serious nostalgia and right there yeah oh man it was uh it was awesome but jt's now like you said thriving um community epicenter um locus of of community activity they sponsor a uh, ada league softball team as well true and a lot of the community members play on that and it's just it, jt's is about as cascade as it gets they are a an institution here in in our in our yeah. neck of the woods. There are some people, neighbors, and and people that I know that I only see there. I'm, I'm I know them, but we don't run in the same circles, and we they're not at school anymore, what have you. So I will go there, and I'll be like, oh hey, Steve, I haven't seen you in forever. Right. Oh my gosh, it's it really is just a hub of the community. Everybody goes there at some point. If you could find a person in Ranger Country that has not been to JT's Pizza, I would be shocked. They don't have their Ranger Country card. Yeah, that's true. You, you got to get that punched, or else you're not there really you part of the crew. Well, hey, John, this has been uh, this has been great. So we got to cover some uh, some you know some staff that that uh, hey wrapped up the AP testing. Got to go over a few things that are going on in Ranger Country. Highlighted some of our seniors. Talked about the uh, top uh, one, two, and three moments in, in Ranger Country history. We'll do some uh, honorable mentions next week. We're going to be talking about some Cascade. Uh, township stuff uh, we'll get back to our usual rigmarole we'll talk about hometown heroes staff spotlights faces in the crowd and uh, man have a great week so I'll, i've only got three things use good judgment if you have to stop and think whether it's right or wrong probably wrong and nothing good happens after midnight and i want you guys to go out there be the change you want to see in the world and always always assume positive intentions have a great day rangers